you positive heads. Welcome to a very special episode dedicated to none other than you, the pea heads themselves. I am your pea head enthusiast and hostess for the day, Alexa Hauser. I have been blessed to have the experience of helping out with Positive Head social media for the better part of a year. And through my digital interactions, I began to realize, as did Brandon, that we have some incredible beings listening to the show who are taking the information that Brandon puts out through the podcast and using it to transform their lives and create wonderful things. You listeners are all a huge, huge part of the life force that propels this show forward through time and space and we think it's time to bring forth some of you beautiful reflections and delve a little deeper into this collection of energy that is the positive head community so as we shine the spotlight on our listeners what we'll have them do is share their stories of how they attracted positive head into their life the transformation it's facilitated for them and what they're focused on creating now that they're in a more positive head space Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com slash Positive Head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com slash Positive Head. Check it out. Hello, all you positive heads. On this week's P-Head Posse episode, our guest is positive head listener, Ryan Reed. Ryan is the owner and creator of The Martial Cannabis, a brand centered around all things martial arts and cannabis. His focus and goal is to educate the martial arts community on the medicinal benefits of cannabis. He is a lifelong martial artist who has experience in various styles, including karate, Muay Thai, boxing, wrestling, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. In the cannabis industry, he has amassed nine certifications of education and training from four online courses and is a Northeastern Institute of Cannabis alumni. Now, Ryan is sharing his experience with the martial arts community to help empower athletes, improve their health and wellness, and change lives. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to the show. Hey, Alexa. I'm so happy to be here. I am so happy that you're here. This is such an interesting topic. You're 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 a very interesting guest so far. I'm like really excited to dive into this. Um, but but first, you know, before we we start talking about all this, why don't you give us um, a little bit of your background of your story of of how you came to this point? Well, it's almost like the universe has been leading me to this point in a sense. Um, so a little background on myself, uh, in this human incarnation, I'm 22 years old, living in Boston. I'm a multiracial child of Kevin and Cindy, my parents. Uh, my passions in life are martial arts and cannabis, and also rap music. Um, yeah, my uh, leading up to this has been a long road, um, really... Uh, during my early years of youth, I was kind of going down a different path. I wanted to be a rapper and an MMA fighter and do things that were more living on the edge. Uh, I kind of felt like, you know, I didn't really need school or anything. And I wanted to just be myself and express myself, even if it was, you know, dangerous or not quite what my family wanted me to do. Um, 
And then somewhere along the line, things started to change. And I, I woke up and I started to gain a sense of who I really was and why I was here. And um, really around that time, it was when my mother passed. Uh, my mother passed away when I was 19 years old. Um, and it was very tough for me, but had to stay strong. And there were a lot of things that happened at that time that were very strange in a sense, things that I hadn't um, dealt with before. I mean, you know, a lot of the things like grief and sadness and pain came with it, but there were a lot of things that were not something that I was used to or in tune with. And a lot of that came in the form of like spirituality and mysticism sort of stuff and things that really were unexplainable. Um, one of these things was uh, numbers. I had a lot of numeric synchronicity that was happening around that time. And that's really when things started to change in my life. Mm. So, and, yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> the day that my mother had passed away, I woke up at 3.33 a.m. in the morning. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and was that to you like a sign or what did that mean to you? Well, I didn't really know what it meant because that had never happened to me before. It was kind of strange uh, to just wake up. It was almost like springing out of bed, just popped up. And I looked at the clock that was glowing in the room and I was just drawn to it. And there was the numbers 333 three, right there. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I had to like double check because I didn't believe it. I didn't even know what I was not believing in at first. So I checked my phone too. And the clock on my phone switched from 332 to 333 immediately that instant. And I had a weird feeling like something was going to go on that day. Um, right. I didn't really know what. <laughs> right. But, and, uh, and that... And sorry, so that was the that was the day that your mother passed. Yeah, that that morning. Yep. After that happened, or before? It was after that happened. So I woke up on that day, and uh. it was started off as like a regular day. I went to work, and things were fine, and everything was was um, you know an average day. And I had two jobs that I was working, and um, I remember that. I took the time to go home in between jobs and both jobs were, were right next to each other. Um, so usually I had about an hour to kill and my house was about 25 minutes away. So that would have left me with like 10 minutes to actually be home. And that day I went home and I spent those 10 minutes with her. And that was the last 10 minutes that I saw her. Oh, wow. Wow. So so do you do you feel like you have communication with her now? Is that what you're saying about the numbers? Well, the numbers are kind of like what's been guiding me in my life now. Um, numeric mm. synchronicity pops up everywhere ever since that point. And um, 
you know, a lot of the stuff that's been going on with, before me getting on this podcast today uh, had to do with a lot of numeric synchronicity. Um, so like leading up to the podcast, I was seeing the numbers 444, uh, as I was telling you. And for me, um, you know, I see the numbers a lot, but in regards to like this podcast, I was feeling a lot of like nervousness, but happiness. And I was a little anxious about it. And today I just kept seeing the number four, four, four. So I decided to like look deeper into it. And what I got was, um, listen to your intuition. You're on the right path. Uh, you're fully supported by the universe on this journey. Um, you have a heightened awareness, you're in harmony and synchronicity with the universe and your divine presence and release your doubt and fear because all is well. Mm, that's lovely. That's so nice. That's so, I mean, and I actually mentioned to you because you and I connected very briefly about a week or two ago and you mentioned the number thing to me. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I think we all like pay attention to the synchronicities of numbers, some of us more than others, but, um, you know, there, I have some days where I, I see them quite a bit. And then some days where I'm just kind of lost in other things. And today I was seeing every single time I looked at the clock leading up to this interview, every single time it was like, and it was weird ones too. It was like 12, 12 or like 12, 21 or like 10, 01 or like, like, like even those types of kind of syncs. But then right before we talked, it was one, one, one. Um, and it was just funny because I knew we were going to be talking about numerology on this and, you know, it was just kind of, um, compounding right before we, we hopped on the call. So, um, yeah, I mean, what do you, because there, you know, <laughs> there are some, what, what is your perspective on numerology and like these signs from the universe it is because, you know, I think some, we all have different signs that we interpret as being meaningful to us. Right. And so, right. so do you think that everyone is communicated to through numbers or do you think it's something that you're attracted to and, and you kind of select for yourself as a mode of communication? I think that's, that's a very good question. Um, I think just in my life and some other people's they're, they're drawn to that as a sign, you know, with the numbers and whatnot, for me, it's really been what's kind of been like a little tap on the shoulder. Like you're, you're on the right path. You're doing what you're right. supposed to be doing. You're in alignment. Everything's going to be okay. Um, and it always, for me, it always happens when I am in alignment and I'm doing something or thinking something or saying something that has to do with my greater purpose in my life's work and my life's mission. Um, right. But I think for other people, it may be other things, you know? Definitely. Definitely. Actually, you just remind there, I do have like a, one specific number, 1010, 10, that I... Like I see my, a good friend that I had, she passed on October 10th. And ever since then, I see 1010 10 whenever I have like a thought, like it's like a thought that I'm not even realizing is important or something. And then I'll look at the clock and it's 1010. 10, and then I immediately think, what was I just thinking about? Oh, it was like something that I was wondering about or something that I was like uh, imagining, like maybe I'll do that. And it's kind of wild how those numbers show up to just reinforce or punctuate what you're thinking. Right. Um, so I kind of always take that as a sign from her. I don't know if it is or not, but I just kind of associate it with her since that's, you know, the day that she passed. Um, but 
speaking of your life purpose, um, why don't you tell us about, you know, what was in your intro? Because I'm really interested in this. This is really an interesting combination of martial martial arts and cannabis. Um, Can you explain? Yeah, just tell us more about that and, and how you kind of got into all that. So martial arts is something that I've been doing since I was young. Uh, When I was six years old, I started training karate, uh, Weijiru karate with my grandfather, uh, who is a seventh degree black belt. Wow. And um, actually, it's pretty cool. Weedy Serial did a documentary on him. And uh, if you go on the Weedy Serial Facebook page, um, that's like their highest viewed video. It's got like 800, like thousand Wow. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, So he's his name. His name is James C. Hawkins. James C. Hawkins. Okay, got it. (laughs) Yeah, he's uh, he's my inspiration um, for martial arts. I'd say like my top three inspirations for martial arts were my grandfather being first and foremost, then um, Dragon Ball Z and Power Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. So I uh, I started doing the martial arts with him and it would be like anytime my mom would take me to his house, I'd start training and he'd teach me how to do the basics and show me what like katas were and introduce <laughs> me to some of the people that he had, um, you know, trained with and show me old footage and pictures and really got me interested in it. Uh, and then later on in life, um, when I was in middle school, I picked up wrestling I got an injury and I had some setbacks, but I picked it back up when I was a sophomore in high school and wrestled until my senior year of high school and made it a senior year as captain of the wrestling team. Wow. And then uh, after doing the wrestling, I decided that I wanted to learn more styles and kind of brought in um, my repertoire of techniques and knowledge on martial arts. So I, uh, I had started going to a local boxing gym and picked up some boxing. And then there was a back room that was being underutilized and they started doing like MMA back there when MMA started to become more and more popular. Uh, and that's how I got like introduced into jujitsu. Um, and then I moved down to Cape Cod and uh, found a gym that was uh, affiliated with the Gracie family um, who brought jiu-jitsu to the United States. Uh, and they offered Gracie jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai. That's mm-hmm. how I got into that. Cool. And so where did the, the cannabis come into it? So the cannabis part of things um, came... Around the same time where like a little bit after or actually just before my mom had passed away, I started to research uh, cannabis on my own time. I hadn't done any of the classes, but I was looking to do it. And I was looking up like CBD, cannabidiol, and how this is a new part that we're learning about that doesn't really get you high. And it's got all the medicinal benefits of cannabis and the research was starting to come out about that that time and a lot of the uh, supplements and uh, CBD oils that you see out were starting to gain popularity. Um, so I started researching that on my own time and there was a period in my life where I didn't have a job or and I had nothing but free time on my hands. So my grandfather, who's a 
you know, always on me about stuff. He's like, you need to either go back to school. You're out of high school. You need to go back to school or you need to find yourself something that you're, you're interested in and get a career. I'm like, damn, <laughs> he's always like, like every conversation with him was, would just like kind of end with like, what are you, what are you trying to work yeah. towards? And you can't be what working are you at doing a, with your life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can't be working yeah. at a supermarket forever and doing lawn service and breaking your back for people and minimum wage this. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, know. I was like, so I had to really sit down and assess what do I like? What do I love? What is my passion? And Mm. up until then, I would just want it to be, like I said, a rapper or a fighter. And those are things that you have to really invest a lot of time, money, and your like your soul like into, but it takes a lot out of you, especially with like fighting, like you're going to take damage. You're going to have time off. You're not going to be, you know, you struggle like fighters really struggle, especially starting out. They don't make a lot of money. Um, and rap, you know, that's one of those things where you have to be the best. You have to be consistent. You have to fuel, you know, the money for studio time and promotion and really hustle and grind to get that. Uh, and those not to say that I wouldn't do that or didn't have it in me. But, you know, my grandfather also kind of looked down on that sort of stuff like come on, like you could pick something that you don't need to get your brains beat out or be around (laughs) all sorts of bad influences and that, you know, some cultural things that just may not be in your favor. Right. So I I looked at it and I was like, well, you know, I, I was very interested in cannabis and I didn't know how he would take that, but I, I started to look online, uh, for, you know, the courses and stuff and some of these online courses. And I had started one and I hadn't finished it. I was kind of, you know, not, not lazy, but taking my time with it, you know, cause I figured yeah. I, I still have a job. I still have my life. Things are fun. I was, you know, like 18, 19 and everything was, you know, uh, the, the life was just a fun lifestyle, just having fun, you know? Right. Um, and then my grandfather, happened my grandfather's a cancer survivor mm-hmm. um he's had three bouts with ca- cancer um almost mm-hmm. four but we avoided it with the cannabis oil and the way that that happened was he had a conversation with his doctor one night in front of me um over the phone he had it on speakerphone and uh my grandfather had a cancerous sarcoma which is a tumor in his leg And they wanted to go in and do another surgery. Now, mind you, he's already had three surgeries and radiation done on that same spot. And every time that he went in, they told him that he might not be able to walk again. Mm. So here he is faced with a decision and a phone call from his doctor after thinking that there was no possible way that there was anything else that could be in there. And his doctor saying, hey, you know, we found a little something. Um, It's not anything that looks like it could be crazy, but we want to tackle it just in case. And you could tell that he was very uncomfortable with them doing another invasive surgery and that whole thing again and having to feel weak and then the possibility of not walking. Yeah. Yeah, like anybody would be so upset about that, you know? Yeah. 
And this is a guy who at 83 is still getting up every morning and practicing karate. <laughs> right. The so, body is super important to him. Yeah. Like he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. Uh, yeah. He doesn't do any sort of drugs or anything like that. He's very, very straight edge and he takes pride in that. So for him, um, you know, the, the fact that they wanted to do this surgery and I'm listening to it and I'm like the whole time I'm just thinking I need to get him on cannabis oil. I need to introduce him to CBD. Like this is something really important. We are going to tackle this together and I'm going to make sure that, that nothing happens to him and we're going to do this holistically. So yeah, he had got off the phone and I, I looked at him and I'm like, so what do you want to do? He's like, well, I got to listen to my doctor. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> and he looks at me and he's like, the hell you mean I don't have to listen to my doctor? <laughs> and, and like a serious, stern voice. And he kind of raised the eyebrow at me. And I'm like, yeah. okay. I was like, this is the deal. So I went in the other room and I pulled up a bunch of videos off the computer about cannabis and CBD. And I took about an hour to convince him on it. And I, with the whole goal being, let's try this for, say, three months. And if you go back to the doctor and it hasn't grown and your health is good or has improved, don't do the surgery. Right. And he looked at me and was like, kind of grinned his teeth and looked at me and then nodded his head and was like, all right, I'll give it a try. You know, I don't want to get high. I don't want to smoke anything. And I said, <laughs> you know, you don't have to. It's, it's yeah. CBD oil. We're going to go strictly CBD and see how that works. So uh, fast forward three months later, he goes back to his doctor and uh, the doctor goes, well, Jim, um, uh, whatever you've been doing, just keep doing it because your uh, diabetes A1C levels are improved. Your cancer there's nothing that's been growing all the you know blood counts everything is where it should be and even better than before wow <laughs> so that was the point where i really decided to commit to my education on this i started doing all different courses online and i like i said i didn't have any work at the time so i spent hours each day studying and learning and watching the videos and going through the courses, each module, taking notes, really getting into it. And then I would talk to him about it and educate him on it so that it reinforced me because then I'm teaching somebody. Yeah. And I think it only took me about a month each for each course where usually wow. like for some people it might take them longer, but I was so dedicated and I had nothing but time on my hands that I really buckled down and did each uh, thing within like, sometimes it took, some of them took me a couple weeks. Others took me a little bit longer, but I, I really, that was, that was when I started doing all those courses and got that education together and amassed the, uh, the nine certificates of education. Wow. That's amazing. It's, I mean, first of all, it's kind of amazing that you convince your grandfather <laughs> um, because I, especially as someone who's so resistant, um, you know, but, 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 but then again, you know, it's like those situations where they kind of don't have much to lose or like they're in kind of a, it's they're they're stuck between a rock and a hard place, you know, that people open their minds a little bit more. I mean, that's, 
I feel like how all of us have kind of gotten on the spiritual path in a way. It's like when when things just kind of turn in a way that you didn't expect, it really forces you to look in new places. And um but that's that is really cool. And so now how are you using it? Like now how are you like so that was with your grandfather, right? But now like how are you translating that to the martial arts community, for example, are you, is it like with, well, you go ahead. How, yeah. How are you like translating it to that community? So right now, um, believe it or not with the martial cannabis, I started this on March 28th. It's been under three months since I've been doing this. Wow. And I wrote an ebook. I've wrote multiple blogs. I have a free ebook um, on my website that is uh, tailored towards martial artists for CBD specifically, how to, to tell them how it will help them with their, um, you know, recovery and helping to preserve the brain and, you know, combat things like concussions and CTE, um, you know, cannabis and CBD primarily uh, have so many great health benefits um, from anti-inflammation, um, neuroprotectant, bone growth stimulation, um, antioxidant properties, you name it. There's so many different things that benefit martial artists um, and people who take a lot of impact on their bodies. And, mm. you know, right now with my day job, I work in a uh, doctor's office that actually uh, certifies people for medical marijuana carts. Wow. So that's am- where do you where do you live again? I live in Boston. Oh yeah, it just became legal there, right? Uh, so we've had medical uh, since 2013, and then just last year we had the recreational pass, and next month we should have our first recreational shops opening. Yeah, that's what I was hearing about. That's amazing. I don't know why I didn't expect Boston, um, or I mean Massachusetts, to be like the front ru- one of the front runners there. But <laughs> or I mean, I live in Philadelphia, and I you know we we still we're moving pretty slow in comparison to um, some other places in the country. But that's incredible. And so, what kind of things do you experience there at that job? It's wonderful, honestly. Like I. I love it. And I've worked in both a dispensary and the doctor's office that gets you your card. So I've seen before people get their card and after people get their card and just working in the medical marijuana side of things. It's so, uh, it's enriching. It's, it's heartwarming. There's so many moments where I connect with people and these patients and I'm able to have them feel a sense of control again. You know, when you have to take medication after medication and do therapy after therapy, and this doesn't work and that doesn't work, and you don't like the way that the medications are making you feel, and you have to deal with side effects, and, you know, you know people who have had bad reactions to the medication or people who are on opiates, you know, that are struggling and strung out on opiates, and it's not even really their choice or their fault. Yeah. You know, they come to us in this medical marijuana industry to gain control again and find a sense of relief and an alternative to that. Yeah. So for me, it's it's like I'm helping people to be able to 
take their health into their own hands. When you go into a dispensary after you get your card, you're able to get cannabis um, medicine in all different forms and fashions. So like if you want to go just straight CBD, you can, and that's, that's your choice. You can definitely go just straight CBD. If you want a mixture of CBD and THC, you can, if you just want the high THC stuff, cause it's, it, you know, it may help you with pain relief or help you sleep. Then you can go that way too. If you just need topicals, you can do topicals. If you need, you know, edibles or sublinguals, you can do that. There's so many different ways of doing it. It's not restricted to having to just take a pill and wait for it to work and see how it reacts with you. You have more right. control. You can titrate things as you go along. And it's, it's a much more feeling of control over your health. Yeah. You know, as you're talking about that, um, one of my, one of my partner's best friends from college, I don't know why this is popping into my head, but, uh, has had Crohn's like all of his life and, and earlier in life, like earlier when I knew him, like several years ago, he was like smoking all the time, uh, marijuana all the time because that was like the only option for him. And that was the only way that he could, none of the medications worked, all of them that just made his stomach feel way worse. And so he was constantly having to like find ways to smoke. And that, that was like also hindering his life though in that way as well, because he didn't want, he had to do work and stuff. Like he had to like, you know, he wanted the effects of, he wanted the medicinal effects, but he also like wanted to be able to focus when he wanted to focus. And at that time, since it was so restrictive in terms of what you could get, I mean, really all you could get was like, bud, you know, like weed, um, you you know, he had no control. You had to have a guy for that. Yeah, we had to have a guy. And not only that, it was that was the only option. It was like, this is the way you take it. And it also has these these um, side effects just in like feeling tired or like not being able to focus as well. Where So he didn't really have much control. And now that this is becoming legalized, um, you're just helping illustrate for me. You know, that, you know, because now he has all these different ways that he can uh, get, um, you know, that he can treat his Crohn's through cannabis that where he can actually still focus at work. And now he's like super perky and like he's so happy because he has that what you were just describing, like he has the option now because there's more available to him. There's more methods available to him. So that's amazing. And and what um. I mean, just because honestly, like I've heard so much about CBD, but as you're talking, I'm realizing like, I don't actually really know that much about what it, what, what, is there anything that it doesn't help with? Like, is that, it almost feels like this miracle thing. I mean, the way that people talk about it, that you can use it for, to treat almost anything. So what is it used for specifically? I mean, with CBD, it is pretty much like, as far as we know, one of the, if not the most medicinal compound found in marijuana. You know, for the longest time, the focus was on THC, which is the compound that gets us high and makes us feel good and everyone uses recreationally. But in like the early 2010s or so, we started to do more research. And then in the United States, we started to get more talk about CBD. And with CBD, um, it it really, it, it does 
all the things that you really like here it's able to do with that one compound versus if you needed um, pills and medications, you would need to have multiple pills and medications, a whole cocktail of pills and medications to be able to get that. For instance, like say you're somebody who has insomnia and uh, chronic pain and anxiety and maybe you have cancer on top of all that. Well, think about how many medications you would have to take to tackle all those things. Mm-hmm. With CBD and cannabis as a plant, you know, it does work in a way that it's able to take care of all those things with that one compound in that one plant. So you don't have to take a plethora of medications for it. Um, you know, with in- insomnia, a lot of patients report that uh, CBD and other cannabis, um, you know, medicines that, you know, like strains uh, that they smoke that are indica based versus, you know, sativa indica makes you a little bit more tired. They're able to sleep with the indicas and the CBD um, chronic pain. It helps to take care of that chronic pain. So say you're being kept up at night because you're in chronic pain and that's causing the insomnia. Mm. Well, you just killed two birds with one stone. And on top of that, if you had that cancer, now you're helping to, you know, combat the cancer and you're having antioxidants in your body that are fighting it while they're helping you with these other things. And you don't have to take so many medications just to do each single thing. You've got this more blanket approach that's safer for you. It's not going to give you um, a lot of the side effects that come with um, pharmaceutical medications. You know, you're not going to be treating these multiple things and then have a bunch of other things that are being caused on top of that. Like your friend, um, you know, we get an upset stomach and some people on opioids get constipation. They get too out of it. They're not able to function. They get zombified, stuck to the couch. They don't feel themselves. With cannabis, you're able to feel yourself And that's where that control comes from. You can dictate how you want to feel with medical cannabis. You know, if you're only getting it from the street, you're not really going to have as much choices and as much control. But with medical, you know, if you want those products that you can do during the daytime so you can work, you get the sativa and you get like low THC or you just do CBD And you're able to work and function and still be a human being with a personality. And sometimes you you feel like a better version of yourself as opposed to all the alternatives that come with pharmaceuticals. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, it, I had this like realization, I don't know. It was like a couple years ago, probably where one day I was just like, wait a minute. Um, Are, Okay, cannabis comes from the earth and it's illegal. Like it's like a it's like a plant that comes from the earth and it's illegal. How can our earth be illegal? Right. You know, like how can our like literally that that's like saying like we are illegal, like or like we like like we come from the earth and it's like that is another it's like a 
it's just kind of wild to me that it's been it, that it has this crazy reputation, this crazy negative thing um, associated with it. But yet it is like this. It comes from the earth and, you know, anything that comes from the earth is 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 meant to be here. So it's it's really awesome to hear about all of the developments in this area and to hear how much it really is helping people and how people really are having access to this stuff. Um and um, so, and I have a, one more question about CBD. So are there spiritual benefits to it? And I, I mean that by, as in like, could people take CBD and would it have kind of like mind opening effects or heart opening effects? Or do we know about that? Well, with cannabis as uh, the whole plant extract, I would say more so when you isolate each compound, yes, they have their benefits, but really what works most is the whole plant. Like you said, cannabis comes from the earth. And when you have the whole plant and you're not playing, you know, God trying to isolate things like pharmaceuticals do, they take things from plants, isolate it in a lab, and then try to make a replicated version of it that's stripped out a lot of the other stuff. Right. So with the whole plant, yes, there are a lot of um, spiritual benefits to it. You know, a lot of in history, um, different cultures around the world have used it for uh, a means of meditation to like a, uh, a vehicle to get more into a mind state for medication, um, meditation, sorry. And it's the same thing, meditation, right, medication. Right, We're all medicated. <laughs> meditation is my medication. Getting medicated and meditating. That's that's what we like to do yeah. in the cannabis industry. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yes, it, it does have a spiritual aspect to it. And many cultures did and do have um, history with it. Uh, I know, I think in Egypt, they in some of the tombs, they found hemp seeds and marijuana seeds and residues in some of the tombs. And they found these sort of things in a lot of different cultures, uh, you know, where they've had tombs and pyramids and stuff. And they look at that and they're like, well, what, what was going on back then? And like the hypothesis that I've heard is like some of the high up people, the kings and the shamans and stuff would get into a room and fill it with cannabis smoke and try to like get, obtain an enlightened state. You know, when you are mm-hmm. under the effects of cannabis, you you can enter a very more blissful feeling. You know, there's there's more of a, a euphoria, a heightened awareness. I mean, especially um, with meditation and, you know, say a lot of people who do yoga, they take cannabis before they do yoga because it helps them to relax and helps them to get into that, that hyper-focused state, you know, where they're just in the zone. Yeah. 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 I've had a lot of experience with it and it seems like if I haven't um, used it for a while and then I use it the first or second time I use it, I, I feel amazing and I get all these insights. I'm like an open vessel, like things are just flowing through me and I'm like, Oh, this I'm like, I am there. Like I am, I, and I'm, and I love like meditating and kind of, um, yeah, I love like receiving, you know, insights when I'm, when I do that. But it also seems like for me that after like the third day, let's say in a row after I haven't used it for a while and then I do, um, 
suddenly it all changes for me. It, it, it starts to make me really tired and like I don't get those same benefits. So I have this like really interesting relationship with it because on one hand, I love it. Like in certain in certain uh, scenarios, I love it. Like it's perfect for certain scenarios. But then if I try to make it like a habitual thing or I try to or, or that it becomes that for me, for me, I don't know. My body just starts to go like, no, or like this too much, like too much. So and I know everybody's right. different, but it's been an interesting kind of journey with it for me or just like with um, uh, consuming it in the way that I have been at least. Yeah, no, I, I think know? that really what facilitates a lot of that is the THC. Now, THC on its own is usually going to be, uh, believe it or not, more energetic. Um, as a compound on its own, if you just have straight THC extract uh, and an oil, it's going to make you feel more hyper and more energetic. And what's causing people to feel mm. more relaxed is actually the CBD, but not just that. It's the essential oils of the plant known as terpenes. Oh, Oh my gosh. Wait, yes. that's so part of the plan? what's happening is like, you know okay. how there's Wait. so much, uh, you know, especially in the spiritual community, there's a lot of um, talk about essential oils and, and stuff like that. And we, we have the vaporizers yes. and yes. all that stuff for essential oils. Cannabis yes. has these essential oils. These essential oils are in everything in nature and they have their own properties. THC and CBD bring forth the medicinal aspects and they, they have their own sort of feelings when they're isolated alone. But like I was saying, the full plant, when you add the terpenes to it, the terpenes are actually what is um, swaying how that experience is going to feel. So you could have something that is, you know, the mm. same amount THC and have, um, you know, energetic terpenes uh, in it, like, um, let's see, what's an energetic terpene, like limonene, like some of the ones that are more citrusy, uh, those will make you more energetic. But if you have the same amount of THC and cannabinoids in it, but you have more relaxing terpenes like linalool, which is also found in lavender, right? So if you have linalool oh, as yes. a terpene that's My in oil. the cannabis that you're smoking, that one is going to make you feel more relaxed. And those are the indicas. So indica and sativa have always been kind of looked at as like two different forms uh, or plants that are cannabis-like. But in reality, like really those feelings are brought forth from the terpenes that are in the plants. Okay, that's so interesting because so I was on this retreat. I've talked about this on the show like a million times. I was on this <laughs> retreat with Sonia Sophia, who's on the show quite a bit um, a few months ago. And any there was like a couple of times throughout the retreat where we would have to be doing something that was like kind of difficult for us to do. Like we had to do this thing where we had to like go through our whole life and kind of like pick out, like write down a list of like every basically like trauma that we've ever been through because it was kind of a guide, a guidebook for us of like what we needed to tap on. Cause what the retreat was for was, um, EFT, which tapping. is, um, you know, it's like a healing yeah. modality. Um, yeah, tapping. So, um, we, there would be certain days and certain experiences in the retreat where we have to do something that was kind of hard. And when you have to do things that are hard or that are uncomfortable, you know, you tend to kind of like want to, um, uh, like zone out or get distracted. Anyway, uh, Sonia had this thing 
she would like bring around in those times. And I'm pretty sure that's what it was like. A ter- I thought it was like turpine or something, but I, terpene, I don't know how you say it, but where it was basically like, it was like a smoke, um, but she would kind of like blow it around us and it would really like, I think this is the same thing, but it would like wake us up though, or it would help us focus. Like it, it was, she, she, it, we would kind of, I'm, I'm like almost a hundred percent sure it's the same thing, but are you saying that that makes you go to sleep? Well, it, it depends on which terpenes you're using. There are some that are more okay. energetic yeah, yeah. and cause focus. And then there yes. are others that are more relaxing and sleepy and anti-anxiety. Yes. So I think these were energetic and causing focus and it was also, I, but I was always kind of just wondering about it. Like she kind of explained what it was, but, but, but not in terms of like where it comes from. So I did, so I just put that together when you, when you explain that. So that's, that's interesting. That's cool. Um, cool. Well, I just learned a ton about this. Um, this is this is like this is very cool. I think you have a very cool idea um, on your hands, and um, I think it's great that you're you know you're following this this passion because clearly we we need a lot more people to um, you know embrace this and explore like where this can be implemented and how it can help people and, and, and introduce it to different communities, right? Which is what you're doing. So that's, that's amazing. Um, so I have a couple questions here before, before we wrap this up, cause I can't believe it's already been about 45 minutes. <laughs> um, so what is one thing that you think would benefit every P head to know or understand as they continue on their own journey? Well, definitely keep listening to the podcast cause you're going to get messages all the time. It sounds kind of cliche, but like, <laughs> Keep listening to this podcast as much as possible and things are just going to come to you <laughs> in abundance. Uh, you know, yeah. another cliche, like follow your dreams, um, listen to your intuition and look for the signs. Like not everyone's going to just start seeing numbers and stuff, but you'll notice that there's repetitions and things that are going on in your life. Follow those signs mm-hmm. and listen to your intuition. Follow that gut feeling. Listen to your heart. Feel. Don't think. Feel. Like Bruce Lee said, don't think feel. And that's so true. Mm. That's so true. Oh, I love that. Bruce Lee is like a spiritual master on his he own. He is. He? I mean, not only was he that, you know, badass, kick-ass movie star and martial artist, but his philosophies and some of his commentary on life is very, very in tune with some of the stuff that's on this show. Um, I, I love yeah. it. I follow Bruce Lee. Um, right now, I'm actually wearing some sweatpants that have his logo and it's uh, and his stuff on it right now. So, like, <laughs> like Bruce Lee's huge yeah. inspiration in my life. Yeah, I actually didn't realize all of that and what you just said about him until uh, like about a year ago, because I think his family started a podcast um, like his and I started listening to it and realizing like, oh, wow, he is super. I mean, exactly what you just said, super tuned into exactly what we're talking about here. So. Yeah, his uh, his daughter's podcast. It's uh, Sharon Lee and Shannon Lee. Yes, uh, doing a podcast, and oddly enough, they're not related. One one's the daughter, one's actually not. But anyways, they um, <laughs> they're doing that podcast, and they specifically to bring forth that side of him, the more personal side of him. Yeah, and I think that's really cool what they're doing. Yeah. Um, another message that I want to give to the audience is we are all fighters in a sense. All right, and I just wrote a um a blog post on this that I invite everyone to check out. And it really is, we're all fighters of life. 
there's always going to be things that we have to get through and we have to fight through. Now, you don't always have to see fighting as something that's a violent sort of thing or aggressive. You can fight with passion and you can fight with love. You can fight with dignity and you can fight for others. You can fight for things that are important. There are activists out there. There are public workers, public speakers, emergency workers um, that are fighting for you, fighting for other people. And, you know, we all are fighters in a sense because we have to fight through life. We have to fight through the uncomfortable feelings, the uncertainty, the depression, the anxiety, the dark times, the bad feelings, the things that come against us as adversity. We have to fight through that. And we should always fight with love and fight with passion. Even Mm -hmm. fighters that are in like the UFC and MMA fighters, that is their job to do that. And some people may say, well, that's too violent. That's too, you know, aggressive. That's barbaric. But if you watch that and you watch them behind the scenes, these are real people. And a lot of times after they have that combat and they do their job, what do they do? They hug each other. They shake each other's hands. They compliment each other. And a lot of times they become friends even after all the trash talk. Mm, So, yeah. We're all fighters of life. (laughs) Yeah, we all, I mean, we are. I mean, as you were describing that, I was thinking how, you know, fighting or that type of fighting, it's really kind of like a dance. It's just like a, you know, you're, you're, you're dancing with someone, you're, you're, um, you're co-creating with someone in that way. It's just a different level of intensity. And, um, you know, it's, um, and we all are, yeah, dancing slash fighting through life. You know, um, I think what you're trying to say or what you are saying is like to, to, to embrace life, to embrace, embrace everything that you have to go through and like to know that you can overcome it, right? Like yeah. that you can fight through it. Um, totally. Yeah, I like that. It's, it's like a unique, I think that's, I, I think your perspective on all of this is so unique and I'm so happy that we, we have you on the show because it's definitely like a whole nother perspective on, on all of this stuff. Um, and um, by the way, where can people find you? I know you mentioned that you had um, a, like a free ebook and some blog posts and stuff. Where can people find you? Yes. Yeah, so my main, um, my main page is uh, marshallcannabis.com. Uh, and through there, you can find me on social media. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, it's the Marshall Cannabis and Facebook. It's the same thing. You just search it up. Um, yeah, the ebook. And it's cannabis with a T, right? Not cannabis. Yes. Cannabis. cannabis. Yep. Yeah. Marshall Cannabis. <laughs> cool. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so there's the website, the social media accounts, the ebook you can find on my website. Uh, I do have my blogs on Medium. Uh, so it's at this one is at Marshall Cannabis because T was one letter over what they'd allow me to do. So, uh. <laughs> right? I was so <laughs> bummed out about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, Medium, that's where I post all my blogs. You can look me up at, um, at Marshall Cannabis. Um, 
And uh, yeah, awesome. there's, there's a lot more to come. I will be doing some videos in the future. I want to do some more podcasts or maybe start one of my own. Uh, I will have a store launching sometime soon. I, um, it's in the works. And uh, once I have... Cool, with what? Uh, I want to have a lot of like merchandise and stuff like for people to be able to like support. Uh, the, there's been a lot of interest in that, but I also kind of want to like go towards um, eventually like maybe some CBD or infused products. I mean, that's a long ways away yeah. like i said i'm only like a little over two months in and it's just picking up so it's been a an amazing ride so far and i'm just gonna keep riding and, and going for it yeah do it and yeah let us know if you start your podcast you're i i i'll be listening i don't know about everyone else but i will be listening <laughs> i i think um i think i think this is just so interesting and and you have such a um an awesome energy about you very just i don't know you just feel very grounded and um like you're on you're on your path so that's 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 awesome and so he, here's the last question for you since we gotta wrap this up um do you have an intention for 2018? For 2018, my intention, I just want to keep helping people. I want to affect as many lives positively as possible. I want to be able to make people know that they're not alone and that there's things out there that can help and that cannabis can help them through a lot of their problems and their ailments and stuff, whether it be mental or physical or spiritual. Um, I want to be able to bring that forth. And, you know, my main goal is with the uh, martial arts community, but I want everyone to see that, you know, like I'm not just keeping it to martial arts community, even though that's really like my whole thing is martial arts and cannabis. But um, yeah, I want to evolve as a person. And um, with this whole venture, I want to rise to the occasion and really scale it and make it worldwide. That's well, as soon as you said uh, that you want to help people, I looked at the clock and it was two, two, two. So um, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's, it's I happening. I didn't want to interrupt you, but yeah. Oh, it's happening. It's happening. Um, we are we are definitely in sync. And um, with that, we will wrap this up. Thank you so much, Ryan. This was lovely. And um, stay in touch. Definitely. Definitely, Alexa. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. That's it for this week's episode. If you're a listener with a story to share and are interested in being featured on a future episode of this special series, you can email me at alexa at positivehead.com. Also, if you're craving more consciousness-elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000-plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear Brandon constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration, and if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place we know of to do it period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com slash positive head. Check it out. Otherwise, tune in next Friday for another P-Head Posse episode. And until then, as Brandon always says, journey well.